0: Art was like my home, and then with cyber, it was like it was just like this new found like a addiction for me. Because once I got in, it was just like I was completely hooked.
1: I'm George Comedian, and this is First Watch Spotlight, where we put the focus on the up and coming generation of cybersecurity defenders. Some are right out of school, and some are entering from a different career path altogether. Our goal is to show there's no singular path into the industry, and hopefully highlight some ways more people can enter the field. Today's guest is Crystal Finn, an aspiring cyber fraud analyst finishing her schooling. Crystal went from art school to, in her words, being fully addicted to cybersecurity. I wanted to learn more about her story and her hopes for a career in cyber. Crystal Finn, welcome to First Watch.
0: Hi, I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, we have been going back and forth for quite some time, so I'm glad we could make it happen.
0: Yes. Um,
1: It's worth starting at the beginning. You are currently a student um, and you are studying in the domain, especially of cyber fraud analysis, but you were not always a cybersecurity student. So why don't we start with your journey there?
0: Okay, so I've always been an artist. I'm, mm-hmm. everybody knows me as the creative. I'm the creative one in the family. Well, now that I'm in cyber, so I'm basically a creative and I'm a network specialist because when it's time, when the internet is down now, I'm the one that they go to, to <laughs> unplug <laughs> it plug it back in. So I have, I wear many hats, but to start off with my journey, um, I went to school um, back in, it was so long ago, 2000, I graduated in 2000. And Fifteen at Mm -hmm. both Montgomery Community College, I majored in graphic design, but it was like a they changed my my major, so it was graphic design, but they switched it to digital communications and transmedia. So it's graphic design, but I had experience with like television as well. Mm -hmm. So it was all jumbled up in one. So I got to experience everything. I got to create animations and Flash Pro and is a flash pro yes one of those one of those tools where you could create animations um so i know how to do it all so um i was there i went to school for graphic design but i just didn't feel like it was challenging for me in a way because it was too easy mm. so whenever I, I would have projects and like in school like i would be the one helping people but then it felt boring to me because you know um Art is like basically my home in a way. So once it feels like a job, I didn't want to do it anymore. So I graduated, didn't do anything with my degree. Um, Then my friend introduced me to cybersecurity back in 2018. So that's where it all started.
1: And so explain or describe, I should say, because it might be hard to explain, but describe that transition from like, Art is your home. Uh, You're used to that creative expression, that impulse, and that discipline to, you know, being introduced to cyber is one thing, but then finding some kind of passion for it to throw yourself in it. Like, what was it about that that didn't feel like design school, it felt, where it was unchallenging?
0: I feel like with, um, like I said, like art was like my home and then with cyber... It was like it was just like this new found like a addiction for me because mm-hmm. once I got in, it was just like I was completely hooked. Um, when I attended, when I was when I first started um, the cybersecurity journey back in two thousand nineteen, because I started doing my research about it in two thousand eighteen, but then I actually enrolled in school spring of January of two thousand nineteen. So I got to um, my one of my first labs. It was just like, wow, this thing, these tools are so cool. I Mm -hmm. remember, like, like they had me like um, use like a CellBright like mock thing, like tool, and I was able to see the contents of like an iPhone. I'm like, oh wow, I'm nosy, so I love this. (laughs) So, um, like, I just fell in love. So it was like the transition from art to cyber. It wasn't that difficult to me because, like, once I'm addicted to something, it's just like that's that's all I see
1: just full bore just yes. like nice yes do you remember what facet of cybersecurity your friend introduced you to was it first like networking was it uh like uh, no, check?
0: She, she's um in the compliance side so mm-hmm. but she just told me to like research it so when i was first like researching cyber um the, the school that i'm a part of now they had different programs Mm-hmm. So they had cyber crime and fraud investigation. And then they had infosec, and then they had networking. But something drew me to cyber crime and fraud investigations because I don't know, like I, be I told you before, like I'm very nosy, <laughs> and I used to watch, um, *Harriet the Spy* growing up. So I used to saw, I used to like the movie. I like the fact that she used to investigate and like you know problem solve and solve crime and all that stuff and get to the bottom of things. So it was easy for me in a way.
1: That's interesting. Um, so what has surprised you most in this four year journey that you've been on?
0: I thought it was going to be a walk in the park to get into cybersecurity, but it's really not. Um, okay. it's very hard to get into, but like once you're like once you have your foot in the door, um the networking that you're exposed to and people that are trying to get into the same field as you or even just trying to get into tech in general, um, it's very comforting in a way, in a way, because it's like a big family.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you, can you say a little bit more about that? Like, it's a good and interesting tension, you know, it's well known that we have a talent shortage, but it's also hard to get into, which is a very frustrating paradox, right? We have all these, we have a need, but we, there's plenty of people out there, but we can't seem to feel that. I, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but. I want to hear your perspective of, of what has been that journey of trying to get your foot in the door. Is it just been because you feel like you don't know the right people or you just keep running into like application barriers? What, what's been the part that's sort of been the most frustrating?
0: Um, the most, the most, um, the most frustrating part of it was um, applying to the jobs and the questions that they ask in the interview. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know these answers, but it's just like my nervousness um, kind of like hold me back in a way. So I I can't say that. um, Sometimes I feel like it's me that's holding me back because maybe I'm afraid to succeed because I know that once I'm fully in, I will excel in it. And yeah, I think it's that. So it's that along with the questions that they ask in the interview, Mm -hmm. the kinds of like, it's like a mind game in a way like the questions <laughs> they ask like you would know the answer but and it's not like they're going to help you they're, yeah. they're going to help guide you the answer it's just like they expect you to know these things and expect you to be on point so that's one of the hard things about the interview process and it's very long
1: yes yeah uh probably probably very un- unnecessarily long um what yes. about the other side of that tension where you have felt supported in the networking aspect that you have felt um that the people you've met have have been supportive or helping can you can you speak to that experience
0: yes um when i first started um i joined black girls hack and i remember doing the the try hack me event the christmas special thing mm-hmm. i remember doing that with tanisha every day and that's where i developed my skills and ever since then um she exposed me to different cybersecurity organizations that didn't even know exist when Mm -hmm. I started back in college so um yeah I think um you know the networking that I started black girls hacked and I was in women's and cybersecurity security Mm -hmm. um I was in so many like ever since I started with black girls hack I went down a rabbit hole And I joined as many Discords and Slack channels to just have as much resources as possible to the fact that I felt like I had way too many resources that I didn't even know what to do with it. So um, I got got a little overwhelming. (laughs) Yes, it was very overwhelming. But me joining those groups, I was able to connect with people who were on a similar path as me or they were in a different field. And I told them that I was in cybersecurity and they pivoted into cybersecurity.
1: We'll have more with Crystal in a moment. Stay tuned this March as we celebrate Women's History Month with a double dose of First Watch. We'll be picking up the pace with two episodes each week featuring women in cyber from CISOs to first year analysts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to my conversation with Crystal Finn. Um, so what tips would you pass along to people who are trying to make similar moves?
0: Um, I would say to network, join as many discourse Lags teams that you mm-hmm. can. Attend workshops where they're guiding you on how to build labs, how to compete and practice, and capture the flags. Um, some groups, some organizations, they even have um, you know workshops where they're teaching you like how to complete rooms and try hack me together as a group and not just by yourself. If you get stumped mm-hmm. on it. Find find tech friends that's on a similar path as you, but also find friends that's doing things outside of your field. So you could just have that connection for like job opportunities and learning opportunities to help you grow. So yeah,
1: I mean, I I've talked to a few people who come into cyber and it's a very big domain, and they think, okay, well, I'm really into I don't know, red teaming. And you know, they get a few months into it and they're like, it's not really for me but threat hunting you know that so to your point it's good to have as many doors as possible because you know you could get into a professional setting and and maybe the fraud uh, analysis is not your bag and but you have these connections elsewhere
0: okay so when i first started everybody was telling me to be like a pen tester and then i got the exposure of being a pen tester i was like oh this is not for me
1: Mm. what what was it i'm just curious what was it about that discipline that was like uh not not my
0: it's because i'm more like um blue teamer than a red teamer so mm-hmm. i like to defend i don't like to do the other stuff like, <laughs>
1: okay. yeah. blue teamer blue teamer for life yes do you think that if you had told your 16 year old self you know back in high school hey like you're gonna be in you're going to be in tech. You're going to want to work in cybersecurity. Well, do you think that would have been surprising? Does this feel like a journey that just came out of nowhere?
0: No, it wouldn't have been surprising because my family has always known me from being on computers. It's just that back then, I didn't have anyone to guide me to mm. say, oh, like, she's always on the computer till like three o'clock in the morning. Maybe you can <laughs> practice practice coding or something like learning a language or you know learning how to like actually use a computer instead of just being online just playing video games on it so
1: oh that's a good point that's that's a good distinction being on the computer versus understanding how it works and how it's connected to yes. those games that you're playing or or whatever else um that's an interesting point um have you gotten to uh a point where you feel like in these organizations like black girls hack or women's society of cyberjutsu that, you know, you've been seeking, do you feel like you're now at a point where you may be, that you have seen others coming up behind you, that you are now also the person
0: giving? Yes. I think I'm the one that I'm, I think I'm the person that's giving now because on my social medias, I always share like tech resources, mm-hmm. um people's journeys also in tech, like how they started out. And a lot of people on my social media has been contacting me saying, Oh, I want to get in and how 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 am I able to get in? I was like, first you had to like know what you want to do because if you just jump into this field, you're gonna feel lost because it's so broad. So I I would try to give them like different areas like you know okay this is this is what blue teamers do this is what red teamers do and these are non technical roles like if you feel like you know you're not mm. a tech savvy person so like there's a there's room for everyone in this or in this field so I feel like I'm at the point even though I'm not fully where I want to be in cybersecurity I still have the experience. Um, to guide people, to let them know, like, you know, this is what, you know, you can try this and all that stuff.
1: Okay. So dream state two years from now, if, where, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be?
0: I see myself as probably like a, a senior fraud analyst, you know, giving back, to those who have helped me along the way like you know having scholarships mm-hmm. for people who are not able to um you know pay for their tuition provide resources pay for certifications i see myself there
1: that's awesome do you when you say fraud analyst also you want to you're thinking big financial institutions or like consultancies yes. that come in and do the forensics after
0: I see myself doing everything, to be honest, because me, I, <laughs> I, 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 I really, I see myself doing everything. I want to like eventually pivot into digital forensics as well, because mm-hmm. um, you know, like I got ex- experience using CellBright, and, and um, I networked with this guy one time, and he gave me a walkthrough in a day of his life, and I was very fascinated by all of that. So, I see myself doing everything. And make I may start with fraud, but I won't end with fraud.
1: All right. So you you started out as an artist and now you're a digital detective and uh, uh, analyst. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I dig that. Um, cool. Well, uh, I wish you uh, luck on your journey and uh, we'll be watching out for you. We will definitely share your uh, social media in the description because you are well worth following. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you again in the future.
0: Thank you
1: so much. Thanks for the time. That's it for today's Spotlight. My thanks to Crystal Finn for sharing her story. To hear more interviews with cybersecurity leaders and more Spotlight episodes on newcomers, subscribe to First Watch wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes drop every other week on Tuesdays. First Watch is a production of Safeguard Cyber with original music by Mattia Saffaletti and production help from Jamil Maffi. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong.